Well, welcome to Belong Church, and welcome to the month of November. Can you believe that we are here? We are less than a month away from Christmas music, if you can believe that. It's um, kind of scary. I don't like Christmas music super early. That's just me personally. And then like a week or two before, I'm all right with it. I enjoy it a lot. But when it's just overdone, it just like drives me a little bit cray-cray. I just want to encourage everybody to continue to pray with us for our country, for our state and our local and our regional areas and all the different things. There's just so much, there's like so much like a, a cannonball that's just ready to just shoot out and uh, you know, there's just explosions that are just ready to go. And of course, one of our tenets here is we believe that prayer changes things. So I encourage you to continue to pray and see God move in our area, in our community. Last week, we looked at the kindness of God and mercy, and if you didn't get a chance to watch it, you can go back to our YouTube channel, and if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, we're this close to hitting our 100 mark, so we can change the URL to be where we're at, so if you haven't done that, please go and click on that, and that'll help us out a lot. We're just so close, and it'll help us with a lot of different things, but anyway, you can go check it out there, of course, on our podcast, and you can you can just like go back and hear the message, and, and it really was specific to me, and it was instrumental to me, and it's because it's one of the scriptures that really, really is my guiding post that I'll look at in situations, and, and it, the kindness of God leads people to a changed mind or repentance, but re- repentance literally means a change of mind or a purpose. So it's the kindness of God. It's not where someone gets what they deserve because how many of you know I don't want to get what I deserve? I'm very, very happy with the kindness of God. But an interesting story, I was talking to someone later that night. It was like early in the morning on Monday, so it actually had already switched over. And the, this person asked me, how, how would I even know where to start? And if I wanted to read the Bible, I said, actually, why don't you just pull out our app and download it? And they did. And, and I'm like, here is the one-year Bible. And like, well, let's just see what they are. And would you believe that it was Titus 3.3 3 was the reading for that moment? And I'm like, man, this is just crazy. This is not necessarily a sign, but man, this is just crazy because this is what I preached on this morning. I encourage you to read through the one-year Bible and, and to just jump in there and stay in there. And, and even if you miss some days, Lenore and I were talking about it, don't get hung up in being legalistic with it. Just go and just pick up where you left off. This morning, I want to talk to you about something that I woke up when I was preparing this message with this, with this concept. And it's the, I had to get up early and write it down quickly in my, in my phone, actually, so I wouldn't forget it. But I have this thought about a saying that we say about people who try to be a good life. That's probably not the best way to put it, but that's how I'm phrasing it right now. But but here's what we'll say. We'll say they're a God-fearing man or a God-fearing woman. Now, we should all fear God, and, and we should all have reverence for God, which is really what that is meaning. But I I came to realize that oftentimes someone that may be described as a God-fearing man or woman, it may just be head knowledge. It may be something that they're very astute in studying, but it hasn't really dropped that 18 inches into a relationship or in their heart. And, and, And when you look at King David, he he broke all kinds of laws. 
and he broke the rules and he broke the traditions. And man, he was just, he, he, he really, he just messed things up on so many different fronts. And I'm not saying that's okay. But even God said about King David, we see in Acts chapter 13, verse 22, after removing Saul, he, Samuel, made David their king. And, and God testified to them concerning him, David. I found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. See, he had this relationship with God. David had this relationship that God even recognizes that, man, he's a man that's after my heart. And I, I see that as someone who's pursuing after God. Like, yeah, I may, I may break some rules and I may not do some things exactly, but, man, I'm going after God's heart. See, that's relationship. That's not just head knowledge. Jesus actually even referenced him, and this kind of like started me off on this whole thing was when I was listening to the Bible, and, and, and I heard it in Luke, and I heard it in Mark, and I heard it, and, and, but look here in Matthew 12 and verse 3. Jesus is speaking and says, haven't you heard and haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? See, they're accusing Jesus and his disciples for breaking the rules and eating when they weren't supposed to on the Sabbath and all this stuff. And the next verse, verse 4 says, He entered the house of God and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which is a no-no. Wasn't supposed to do that, which was unlawful for them to do, but only for the priests. And, and he went on to say, but you don't have a problem with David because he's your ancestor. But you see, David had a relationship with God. As we continue this week and this month in the Gospels and our quest in the Gospels, um, we are now reading through the book of John. And the bumper video is all about the book of John, and I, I love all that. I'm so excited, and I wish maybe we had more Sundays in the, the, the month of November because there's just so much in the book of John. But as we're looking through this, I encourage you again, if you're just joining us for the first time, that you would take and listen or read through, I'm personally listening to it through an audio book, and you can just driving down the road, just like, let it go through there, and Stephen B. Stevens is the one I'm listening to, and it's available in all the places you can find audio books. But it's awesome to hear and see what God really did through Jesus. See, Jesus was instrumental in our lives, not just for coming, not simply for coming and paying for my sins so I don't have to. He, paid, he came and provided this whole sacrifice. He came and showed us this example of how to live. But again, I want us to set the table for the rest of the month. If you'll turn your Bibles with me, it's going to be on the screen with us. In John chapter 1, starting with verse 1, look at this. In the beginning... So John is talking about in the beginning when God created everything. So Genesis 1.1, we're going to be there in a second, but look at this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That was in the beginning. So it's from day one of the earth. So God is never created. There was never a, a before or never will be an after. He just is. He's, he's just constantly there. And in the beginning of the earth, not the beginning of God, but the beginning of time as we know it was the word. Verse 2, and he was with God in the beginning. See, all this is pointing back to the beginning. Verse 3, through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So even if, if you got creativity and you come up with an idea or invention, that all is coming from God because there is nothing that is made 
or that will be made that doesn't come from God. But I mentioned Genesis 1. Let's go look at Genesis 1 and see in the beginning, at the very beginning of your Bible, all the way to the left, Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So in the beginning, God created the heavens. And that was in the same thing with John. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning, God created the heavens. Verse 2, now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And, and I love Genesis 1, 2, because there's so much of the time that I think that even in our lives, I mean, there's just, seems like it's just darkness, and it's without form, and it's without void, and it's like, man, it's just like, eh, it's there. But look at this. The Spirit of God was hovering over. Another translation says, just covering over the face. He was hovering over all of the what seemingly looked like nothingness, the Spirit of God. Look at this, verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Jump down and look at verse 6. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters that separate water from, earth, water, from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the, from the water above it. And it was so... And God made this happen. And God said, look at verse 9. And God said, let the water lie. Well, let the water under the sky, sorry, be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God said, and it was so. Verse 11, then God said, and it was so. Look at verse 14. And God said, let there be lights. See, God is speaking out. All of these things, and there's so much power in the spoken word that we say, and I, I've talked about that at great length, but I believe there's a great power and a great um, chain that can be around our tongue because God set the power of the spoken word, and God said, and look at the bottom of that, and it was so. See, God continues to speak, verse 15, and, and God said, he speaks all these things. And, and in fact, three more times in Genesis 1, 1, we, or Genesis 1, we see that God spoke it, God said it, and it was so. When God says something, it's going to happen. You can count on it. There's nothing that's going to change it. When God says it, it's going to happen. So even in Genesis 1, 2, where the, the earth is without form and void, it's just, it's just all a mess. The Holy Spirit is just hovering over it, and yet when God says, let there be, there was. But let me ask you this. In Genesis, where we just looked, God said, he used his voice. But what did he say? He said the word. Again, going back to John 1, th 1. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word that God spoke spoke out and said, let there be. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So what God is declaring out is the Word, capital W, and what was coming out of him was him, and it was with him. It's just all wrapped up inside of him. And if, you, if you're new to this, John 1 is talking about Jesus. He says he was with God in the beginning, verse 2. Through him, all things were made. But now here, God is speaking the word. Jesus is part of God as the son of God in heaven, but he hasn't been sent down to the earth. So his name isn't Jesus yet, 
Because when he spoke to Mary and Joseph in December, we'll be hearing all about that. We'll look at the Christmas story again, of course. God spoke to him and says, now his name will be Jesus. But in Genesis 1-1, it was the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. Jesus is what is coming out of the voice of God. God is literally like declaring Jesus through Jesus. Jesus is with him. His name wasn't Jesus. It was the word. And he's declaring the word. Just coming out. Jesus comes. And when the devil's trying to attack him, and when he's trying to tempt him, instead of just like smacking him down or just ignoring him, what did Jesus do? He spoke the word. And he said, for it is written. See, the word is Jesus. The word is what came out of God's mouth. But the word is also our Bible. It is the word of God. The Bible is what we have that we can hang on to and hold on to and say, hey, man, I can read this and know this is what God is saying to me. This is what God's answer is in this situation. This is what I can hold on to and I can put my faith to and I can attain to this. But look at this in Revelation. At the very end, so, man, we're just going from cover to cover here. Revelation 12, verse 11, they're talking about how the church and how Christians have overcome the devil. And there's this, all the verses before it, go read it. It's talking about the enemy who's coming, it's the devil. And it says here, they overcame him, they triumphed over him by two things. By the blood of the lamb, look at this. By the word comes out of your mouth of their testimony. By the word, I'm speaking Jesus out of my mouth. I'm not speaking what I think. By the word, so by the work that Jesus did on the cross by spilling his blood to pay for my sins so I don't have to, and by the word of my testimony. See, the word is is in our mouth, but what word is it? Is it going to be Jesus coming out? Is it going to be the Bible that's coming out? Is it going to be us following the example that Jesus gave and speaking the word? Or is it going to be me just saying whatever I think? God help me if I'm just saying whatever I think. See, Jesus needs to be what's coming out of our mouth. Because Jesus is the Word, and the Word of God is the Bible, as we've already looked at. You, you can see that God is coming out. So when you're quoting the Scripture, and, and when you're memorizing the Scripture, and, and Jenny's got uh, going to Bible college, she's got a whole list of Scripture she's got to have memorized, and she's making a recording. Actually, I'm going to do it, and she's going to listen to it over and over again and, and be able to memorize all those Scriptures. So what comes out of her is going to be that Scripture. They, and when I was going to high school, they made us me- memorize chapters of the Bible and it's inside of me now so what comes out of me is tapping back that many few years and it just comes out of me because that word the word of God the word of Jesus the Bible is coming out of me we've looked in recent weeks at the word faith it changed my whole life its definition is to be persuaded and to have confidence 
It's the same word, and we looked at it, that means for I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor principalities or high, nothing can separate us from the word of God. It's the same exact word as translated faith in other places. And it literally means persuaded or confidence. So my confidence in God is faith. But can I tell you, it becomes easy to be persuaded and to have confidence when we speak and listen to is Jesus, the Word. I'm going to say that again. It becomes easy to be persuaded to have confidence. In other words, to have faith. It becomes easy when what you speak and listen to is Jesus. So if what's going into your mind, what's going into your eye gate, what's going into your ears is not Jesus, if it isn't the Word, it may not be that easy to be persuaded. It may be easier to be tugged over here to the world's way. And our confidence will become fear. And our, our, our being persuaded is, that, hey, it isn't going to work out. Hey, nothing's for me. Everybody's against me. That's for somebody else. But you see, when you start speaking the Word of God, and when you start listening to things that are Jesus, the Word, then your confidence and your persuasion starts going towards God. Remember the word repentance means to have a change of mind or purpose. It literally is what that word means. When it says repent, repent literally means change of mind or purpose. Can I tell you? It becomes easy to change your mind and discover your purpose when you speak and listen to Jesus, the Word. When you speak and have everything that's surrounding you, I'm not saying create a bubble, but there's sometimes that you need to just say, hey, hey, man, there's things I'm listening to. There's things I'm saying that are not the Word. There are things that I'm doing that aren't pleasing to God. There's things that I'm saying that after I say it, I groan a little bit and go, oh, God, I'm sorry. You see, it's all about the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus, God spoke the Word, which was Jesus out of His mouth. Let there be, and it was. Please bow your heads with me. See, we speak a lot about relationships around here. I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. Because that's what it's all about. But can I tell you that relationship begins with a prayer. It's not about joining this or any church. It is about asking God to come into your life. Today, I simply want to invite you to begin with that first step of saying that prayer. With everybody's heads bowed. No matter where you find yourself this morning, Whenever you're hearing this, you can simply say this prayer. Just follow me. I'm going to help you with the words. Say, God in heaven, I want to begin a relationship with you. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, for paying for my sins so I don't have to. 
Today I accept Jesus as my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for making mistakes. I choose your life to the full. I surrender my will, my everything to you. I ask you to lead me in your ways in the best way I know how. I'm going to serve you forever. Today I give you my life. Father, I pray for everyone who prayed that prayer with me. Lord, even as I tell people very, very often, many times a week, that God, they may say that prayer every time they hear the message, and they may say and mean it, and then they fall off. God, that's fine. It may be the thousandth time of praying a prayer like that. And you're okay with that. God, we ask you to come change our lives as we give it over to you. Father, I pray that the word, the Bible is what comes out of our mouth. Father, that the word is, is it comes out of our mouth and what we're listening to is the word of God, that we're listening and connected to Jesus. That we have a connection and a relationship. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. If you made that step with us today, I want to ask you to take the next step, and that's simply to do this. Text the word NEXT to 469-289-1114, and you'll see it at the bottom of your screen. If you're listening to the podcast, you can, I'm going to say it one more time. You text the word NEXT, N-E-X-T, to 469-289-1114. And we want to hear the testimonies. I hear them live during the week when I run across people and talk to them and have interactions with everyone. But, man, we want to hear everybody. We see on the map where everyone's listening from. We don't know who you are specifically. But we want to hear from you. So send us your testimony or what's going on in your life. You can send that to info at belongdfw.com. And if you have a prayer request, we want to agree with you in prayer. Because as we start the very first words, we believe prayer changes things. Send a prayer request to prayer at belongdfw.com. And I want to encourage you to invite somebody to to join in and be a part of the online church and and to say, hey, man, listen, watch with me. Or send them the URL and say, hey, I want you to see what I I just saw. Man, we're going to talk about it at lunch tomorrow. Because God wants to do some amazing things. He's doing great things. But he wants to use each one of us. Lastly, if you want to be a part of the financial um, stability of our church and and the success that it comes from the financial side of it, uh, we don't talk about it very much, but the option is there. It's in our app. It's on our website. It's literally everywhere. But maybe the easiest way is also at the bottom of your screen. You can go to givetobelong.com. Or for those of you who are like me and would rather text it, you can text the word GIVE to 469 410 7788. And once you set that up the very first time in texting, then the next time all you have to do is just put the amounts in there and it's all secured, it's all safe, so no one's going to get your information. But it's really super duper easy to do that. And it's very convenient and that's what we're going for. Well, if you will, stand to your feet with me and we're going to pray and dismiss. Father God, I just thank you for what you're doing. Lord, I thank you for this message that is challenging to me. And Lord, we need to hear it often that the word that is you, the word that is Jesus, in the beginning was the word. In the beginning, God created. 
God used Jesus to create. And he's using me to speak the word to create my life as well. Father, we give you all the glory. Lord, I give a blessing to everyone. Father, I speak it out over everyone who's a part of us and who's paying their tithes and their offerings and are sending in their connection cards. And Lord, we just give all of this over to you. And we worship you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.